Hello, and welcome to the This Girl Loves Sleep podcast, the show that will help your entire family bring back bedtime. Each episode, sleep expert Alana McGinn discusses your burning sleep questions and provides you with tangible sleep tips and tricks to help you create your own sleep plan for your family. Whether it's how to extend your baby's naps, end bedtime battles with your toddler, or help you sleep better at night, this podcast talks all things sleep to help you and your family get the sleep you deserve. With colleagues, friends, and other wellness experts, Alana discusses all lifestyle topics that you want more information on. Are you ready to bring back bedtime? Here's your host, sleep educator, mom of three, and pop culture fanatic, Alana McGinn. Hi, I'm Alana McGinn, founder of GoodnightSleepSite.com, a website offering sleep support and resources for you and your family. Our global team of certified sleep consultants can work one-on-one with you to help your family members sleep better. From babies to teens and adults as well, we can help you put the right sleep plan together to help your child or yourself sleep better. Remember the sleep plan is only part of the process. The ongoing support you will receive from your good night consultant is what will help you stay consistent, accountable, and sleep educated to make sure you are successful in your overall family sleep goals. Our goal is to help you become your own family's sleep expert. And we take pride in our education and above and beyond support we offer to all families who sign up with us. You can head over to goodnightsleepsite.com to find out how you can work with a good night sleep site consultant who can help you with each step along the way to creating your family sleep plan. It's now 30 minutes past bedtime and your child is still giving you a laundry list of reasons about why they can't go to sleep at night. There's a monster in my room or I'm scared of the bad guys. There are too many shadows in here or I'm afraid and I don't want to be alone. Now as a parent, your natural reaction is to reassure your child, but in many cases and for many kids, reassurance is not enough and it simply doesn't work. When fears and worries affect a child's sleep, it may present as trouble falling asleep at night, staying asleep at night, you might see more nighttime issues, or even early morning wakings. As your child gets older, you may think that sleep issues are behind you, but our children, tweens and teens, can still struggle with sleep. More and more of our older kiddos are finding it harder and harder to fall asleep at night, and the sleep struggles vary. So is your child or teen suddenly unable to fall asleep at night, or perhaps they've been struggling with wakeful bedtimes for a while? Are fears and anxieties the reason why your child is struggling with falling asleep at night? Is your child or teen showing excessive daytime sleepiness and increased moodiness and irritability? Are you concerned that your child's lack of sleep is now affecting their social environment, school grades, employment, and extracurricular activities? Or do you feel that your child or teen needs to improve their overall sleep habits and sleep hygiene and you need professional guidance to help you both get there? Well, I am happy to announce that Goodnight Sleep Site has now launched our first child, tween and teen sleep program focusing on the ages of eight years old to teens. This is a personal one-on-one consultation program where you and your child will be working with a Goodnight Sleep Site educator to help your child achieve the healthy sleep that they need. With our new child and teen sleep program, parents and children will be learning 
how to establish proper sleep skills and sleep hygiene to help your child sleep better and more restfully at night, how to help your child fall asleep on their own without fears and anxieties at bedtime, how to establish an age-appropriate bedtime routine with the right sleep environment to encourage the healthiest sleep possible, how to conduct a proper family sleep meeting discussing the right sleep rules and expectations for both you and your child, and you're going to receive oodles and oodles of printables and takeaways from relaxation techniques, sleep products at work, teachable information on drowsy driving, and bedtime activities that can combat fears and anxieties down to the monsters in the closet. So in other words, you and your child will become your own sleep expert, and both of you will be able to learn the amazing healthy sleep habits that he or she will have for a lifetime. You can head over to this show's notes over at goodnightsleepsite.com for more information on our newest child to teen sleep program and sign up today to help your entire family sleep better and feel more rested. You have made the right choice in making sleep a priority for your family and we at goodnightsleepsite.com are looking forward to helping your child become that healthy sleeper that you have been dreaming about. If you have an anxious child or child that has a hard time sleeping due to worrying, you're going to need a few more tools in your sleep toolbox in order to help them unpack all the issues that make it hard for them to get a good night's sleep. So we always want to start by creating a plan. But how does that work? So thankfully, there are many things you can do to help your child manage their worry at bedtime. However, understand that it's not a quick fix. And as a parent, you need to be able to dedicate some time to helping them restructure the way they feel about the things that are keeping them up at night. Also, before we get into specifics, know that the best time to start the process of building a smoother and worryless bedtime is not necessarily at bedtime. When your child has been struggling with sleep, chances are that the both of you are already starting to feel that heightened anxiety and stress as bedtime approaches. So this makes it not an ideal time to start more of that calming routine, right? So during the day, start a positive discussion about bedtime. When you're dealing with kids aged five and up, you can collaborate with them and build that realistic sleep plan that they can feel kind of some ownership towards as well, right? And then when things start to unravel at bedtime, you can go back to the plan that you guys worked on together instead of trying to come up with something, you know, on the fly, right? You don't want to start coming up with something in the moment. This way, both of you know the expectations and can follow the plan. And there will be some pride in having built that plan together. So what are some of the tools to overcome fears and worries at bedtime? Okay, this is what you need to stick in your toolbox, ladies and gentlemen. Start by naming your worry monster. I love this, okay? This can really help to personify worry for your younger kids. So ask them to draw out what they think their worry looks like and then make it into a character with an actual name. That way you can talk about what the worry is telling them and separate it from their actual self which can help them feel more of a sense of control over their worry. Now, this tool works really well for our younger kids, but we've used it with our older kiddos as well. So you can use this right through to teenagers, okay? So once they've drawn out their worry monster, we want to give that monster a makeover, okay? Because kids respond well to those visual cues and images and turning their monster or the thing that they're afraid of into something really silly and fun 
it, that can do a lot to help diffuse the fears, okay? If they're worried about a monster in the closet or under the bed, ask them to draw the monster out, then give that monster a makeover, okay? Start by asking them something like, you know, what if we gave that monster a funny hat? Or what if we add um, a ballerina tutu to your monster? And by turning something scary into something really silly, that fear then is taken out of the monster. I have used this, guys, with my own kids. We have used this with clients. It is such a great technique to use, and it can be a lot of fun. And suddenly those fears can turn into some giggles pretty, pretty quickly, okay? We also want to teach them how to fact check. And this is actually something that we tend to use as adults as well. I know I'm starting to try and incorporate into it more and more when my spiral kind of starts spiraling. Um, and this is actually an exercise that is very common in CBT, so cognitive behavior therapy, um, both for adults and for children. So ask your child what their biggest worry is and then spend some time taking it apart and fact-checking what's actually true about the worry. We also wanna talk about how we know that monsters are make-believe and are made up in someone's imagination. So an example of this is my son, probably out of my three kids, my son is the most sensitive in terms of, I really have to watch kind of what he watches and what he absorbs in terms of, you know, monsters and scary movies and TV shows and things like that. That is my genre of choice is horror movies and my girls, um, are very much like me on that level. It takes a lot to scare them. My son is more sensitive to those, those things. So I have to be really careful with him. And there was a time where he was really scared that there was a monster under his bed. And what it came down to is really, he actually has one of those beds where it goes right down to the floor and there's drawers. So there's actually like, let's just say, that there was a monster in, under your bed, there's actually no room for the monster to be. And just explaining this to him logically, he was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Like, where would the monster actually go? Because he actually doesn't have an under the bed, if that makes sense, if you can kind of visually picture that. So again, we just broke out that worry and that fear and fact checked it, and it really worked. So as the kids get older, you know, you can use their cognitive reasoning skills to help them figure out what's actually true about that worry and what that worry is trying to tell them, if that makes sense, okay? Choose a better story also. One of the things that often happens when kids with busy minds try and go to sleep is that they can't quite quiet their brains. I mean, we as adults, this is such a common thing for us as well, right? And then the worrisome thoughts, what happens is they start to come in and they start to flow and they start to flow really fast. So before bedtime, help your child choose a better story to occupy their mind as they try and drift off to sleep. And you guys, this can work really well for adults too, okay? So what we've done in the past is we've made like a small deck of cards. Um, and on that deck of cards, again, this gets them creative. This gets them involved in the process. So again, they're feeling some kind of ownership over the tool that they are going to use. Um, and the small deck of cards has ideas of what else to think about other than perhaps the worries and the fears that might be occupying their brain before they go to bed. So things like, you know, what do you want your next birthday cake to look at? Or where would you like to go on vacation? Or... You know, what are some favorite foods that you want to bring on a picnic? Or something as simple as, you know, what are some words that start with the letter M? Easy, right? 
So have your child choose one or two of the cards when needed. Um, and then in the morning, you can ask them to tell about what they came up with at night, right? So it's a very simple way to move their minds away from the worrisome thoughts that can really disrupt how they fall asleep at night. Don't slam on the bedtime breaks, okay guys? For some kids, sudden changes and transitions can trigger stress and anxiety. So if they're playing or watching TV or reading, coming to tell them that it's time to go to bed right now can start those anxieties instantly, okay? There are many kids and even adults that need that wind down time. And in fact, it can play a critical role in helping them fall asleep and stay asleep at night. So a consistent and calming bedtime routine that includes connection with your child um, and preferably includes no screens for at least 60 minutes prior to bedtime can really make a world of difference. Okay, guys, learning to sleep is a skill. And like any other skill, it can take some individuals a lot of work and a lot of practice to master. We know that it can be really frustrating to have a child who doesn't sleep well, as it often ends up affecting the whole family and leaving everyone feeling exhausted. But know that with some hard work from you and your child, combined with consistency and patience, you can help them manage their bedtime worries and fears. I hope that helps you guys. Thank you so much for joining me. And remember, guys, don't go anywhere because coming up, I am opening up my sleep clinic and answering two of your sleep questions. Until next time, everyone, I wish everyone sweet dreams and a good night. As your child gets older, you may think that sleep issues are behind you, but our children, tweens, and teens can still struggle with sleep. More and more of our older kiddos are finding it harder and harder to fall asleep at night, and the sleep struggles vary. Is your child or teen suddenly unable to fall asleep at night, or perhaps they've been struggling with wakeful bedtimes for a while? Are fears and anxieties the reason why your child is struggling with falling asleep at night? Is your child or teen showing excessive daytime sleepiness and increased moodiness and irritability? Are you concerned that your child's lack of sleep is now affecting their social environment, school grades, employment, and extracurricular activities? Do you feel that your child or teen needs to improve their overall sleep habits and sleep hygiene, and you need professional guidance to help you both get there? I am happy to announce that Goodnight Sleep Site has now launched our first child, tween, and teen sleep program, focusing on the ages of eight years old to teens. This is a personal one-on-one consultation program where you and your child will be working with a Goodnight Sleep Site educator to help your child achieve the healthy sleep that they need. With our new child and teen sleep program, parents and children will be learning how to establish proper sleep skills and sleep hygiene to help your child sleep better and more restfully at night, how to help your child fall asleep on their own without fears and anxieties at bedtime, how to establish an age-appropriate bedtime routine with the right sleep environment to encourage the healthiest sleep possible, how to conduct a proper family sleep meeting, discussing the right sleep rules and expectations for both you and your child. And you'll receive oodles and oodles of printables and takeaways from relaxation techniques, sleep products at work, 
teachable information on drowsy driving and bedtime activities that can combat fears and anxieties down to monsters in the closet. In other words, you and your child will become your own sleep expert, and both of you will be able to learn the amazing healthy sleep habits that he or she will have for a lifetime. Head over to this show's notes over at goodnightsleepsite.com slash podcast for more information on our newest child to teen sleep program and sign up today to help your entire family sleep better and feel more rested. You have made the right choice in making sleep a priority for your family. We at goodnightsleepsite.com are looking forward to helping your child become the healthy sleeper that you have been dreaming about. All right, guys, it's time to open up my sleep clinic where I am able to answer your sleep questions that you've submitted to me through Instagram and Twitter. And if you want your sleep questions possibly answered on an upcoming episode, make sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Both are at GN sleep site and you can message me your sleep questions there. Okay. I got two great questions. I want to get right to them. These were sent in to me through Instagram and one was at knee Fournier and she asked, how do I get my five-year-old to sleep through the night? It feels like I have a newborn again. So here's the thing, and this is what I always explain. The fundamentals of sleep are the same at whatever age we're talking about in terms of babies to kids, okay? We're looking at, you know, age-appropriate bedtimes, consistent and conducive sleep environment, naps wouldn't really be applied to a five-year-old, but rest time perhaps during the day, All of these things play a role in helping our kids get better. Here's the difference between the five-month-olds, though, and the five-year-olds, is now we have to start incorporating, setting those limits and boundaries, which can be really hard. So if, you know, if your child is struggling with fears and worries, I mean, hopefully this episode helps you, but if it comes down to behavioral things like... Um, you know, coming out of the room and really causing a lot of bedtime battles. A couple things to look at is one, is our our child going down to bed uh, early enough? So not overtired where we tend to see more bedtime battles and more struggles at bedtime. So possibly just moving bedtime up, having a really good uh, attachment filled one-on-one quality bedtime routine where you know, they're getting the attention that perhaps they desire at bedtime and therefore they then don't need it at say, you know, two or three o'clock in the morning and then teaching them that they're able to fall asleep on their own. And that could be through many different methods. Um, you know, one is we have our parents do more of a silent return. So where we're, you know, if it's where the child's coming out of their room and coming into mom and dad's room, it's where we're silently returning them back to their own bed. And you might have to do that numerous times throughout the night with very little stimulation, not a lot of talking, not a lot of looking, just holding their hand, putting them back into bed and leaving the room. Um, There's also, we use a method called the chair method where we're sitting in the room with our child. We're not responding to them though, how they're used to us responding to them, but we're there, we're present until the child falls asleep. If we're finding more interaction, again, more behavioral issues where you're in the room but now the child's still coming out of their bed and coming to you and really not listening to the rules or following them, that's where we need to have what we call consequences and, you know, leave the room. So there's different methods that you can use, but at this age, it's so important to be really consistent with setting those limits, setting those boundaries, 
Um, same as you would do during the day, now we have to apply them at night as well. So focus on the fundamentals, like I said, age-appropriate bedtimes, consistent and safe and conducive sleep environment. You know, tackle, use some of the tools that I talked about in this episode of fears and worries and things like that are keeping their baby or your children up. Um, but if it just comes down to now behavioral activities where they're really kind of pushing those limits and pushing those boundaries and seeing what they can get away with, it's time for you to take control back at bedtime, okay? And um, hopefully some of these tips help. If not, please reach out to us, goodnightsleepsite.com, um, and this is where we work with families and put those sleep plans together, and I hope that that helps. Thank you for the question. Okay, so the next one is from at Gruenwald 4 and here she asks, how do I help my child turn their brains off so they can go to sleep? So I did speak about this in the episode, but I wanted to include it also in the sleep clinic because I think it's such a common issue. And, you know, most of the episode we talked about when, you know, worries and fears are keeping us up. But that's not the only reason, that's not the only thing that keeps our kids' brains busy, right? They could be thinking about you know, maybe a math problem they are trying to do at school or a project they have coming up in school or a social event or whatever it is that's kind of making their brain um, churn and not allowing them to fall asleep at night. So something that we I practice a lot with kids, um, with adults as well, with myself and my own kids is breathing exercises. I really cannot, there's so many different things, guys, and, and actually the new kid and teen sleep program that we have out now, you can find out more information on that at goodnightsleepsite.com, um, has a lot of takeaways and printables and activities and tools that you can use with this issue at hand with this issue in mind. But breathing exercises, I think, are so easy to learn and so easy to incorporate in day-to-day and really can make such a difference in calming the mind, calming the brain. Studies have shown that it instantly can reduce heart rates um, and just provide that calming environment that your child needs to help fall asleep and quiet the brain. So there's different breathing exercises you can do. We do include um, some um, particular ones in our good night sleep program for our kids and teens. But a really quick one that I always talk about is Dr. Andrew Wiles. It's the four, seven, eight breathing technique. And this is where you're doing three reps at a time, about four times a day. And you can incorporate it. Kids can incorporate it throughout the day or at bedtime and, you know, getting them to do it more and more throughout the day, practicing it, practicing at bedtime. Um, you know, the more practice, it more becomes such an easy thing to to do, uh, almost as easy as breathing, right? So breathing in for four, holding the breath in for seven, and then breathing out for eight. Super easy to do. I really can't say enough about breathing exercises. I think mindful breathing is such an easy, again, an easy activity to incorporate and something that your children can find useful during the day and at night and you as well. So I hope that that helps. Thank you so much for your question, guys. And thanks so much for tuning in. Talk soon. Thanks for listening, guys. And be sure to check back for more episodes helping your family bring back bedtime. And to make sure you don't miss out, you can subscribe to the This Girl Loves Sleep podcast through Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, or iTunes, basically wherever you get your podcasts. And download our free sleep resources at goodnightsleepsite.com slash podcast. And if you like what you hear, guys, please leave us an iTunes rating and review. That helps the This Girl Loves Sleep podcast reach even more families like yours who deserve better sleep.